0: people! <laughs> Greetings, gentle listeners. How are you all doing? I myself am feeling very relaxed. Calm. Cool. Collected. Zen even. Ooh, you've done it now. I'm gonna toss you out the Rose, do not toss him out the window. But I threw him at the vase and he broke it! What? I don't understand. What was the goal? What did you expect to happen when you threw him at a vase? He was supposed to catch it mid-air, do a double flip, and stick the landing. Then I was going to fly into the vase and make my foggy tendrils into a bouquet of flowers. It's all part of the routine we're working on. What routine? We're going on tour, baby. No, yes. Yes, we're creating a death-defying, tumbling musical show. Rose, the Great Goblin on Tour. Featuring Maurice. Do you remember what I said? Your name can be on the back of the playbill, but not on the marquee or in the title of the show, right? Right. Only stars get their name in lights. That's right, my little chipmunk. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Your relationship is developing in a weird way. Can you please go practice in the backyard if you're going to be tumbling and doing acrobatics? Fine. Come along Maurice. Mother is in one of his moods. Come with mommy. Let's catch fireflies and share our feelings. I have to uh, get some work done, but you both go get started. I'll join you in a bit. Uh, Sorry, gentle listeners. Do you see now what I've been dealing with? It's like I'm fostering two feral cats. Maurice the barter fairy still doesn't have his memories back, but he's very sweet now. My neighbor, Victor, came over and examined him. Just a casual house call, strictly business. You would not believe how dashing he looked in his lab coat (laughs) with his little stethoscope. Anyways, he said that Maurice was perfectly healthy and that it appears to be just a case of amnesia. He still needs to trade items in order to feed, but... Every night I just trade dandelions or rocks from the garden outside back and forth with him and he loves it. (laughs) He can't get enough of those rocks. You know, when he's not swindling you from your prized possessions or trying to steal your teeth, he's actually mm, pretty cute. Anyways, I thought I would share a few listener dreams with you all. I still love hearing your dreams and I hope you all still love sending them in. It's a nice little respite from the chaos of this house to hear the chaos that is unfolding in all of your subconscious. Relax. (laughs) Welcome. To ghost honeys dream machine our first dream comes to us from harper hello i would love to share the reoccurring nightmare i had as a small child it still haunts me to think about the dream opens with me and my other childhood friends playing outside on a nice spring day one of my friends will leave the group And rejoin a bit later with a mysterious presence following them they exclaim look who i found they found the fruit loops toucan known as toucan sam toucan sam says a bunch of mildly rude stuff about how we are all wimps and not brave enough to play his game but i'm not chicken i am chicken but i cannot let the toucan know I follow Sam to a large, gothic mansion with 20-foot-tall doors. The doors swing open, and we enter the candlelit Great Hall, where, directly in front of us, are two more large doors. To the left, there is a wide staircase, and to the right, there is a hallway. Toucan Sam goes to the staircase and picks up this Elmo music toy I had in reality. Toucan Sam begins taunting me, threatening me to unleash a monster. I cry, please, no. Toucan Sam doesn't listen. He hits one of the buttons on the Elmo toy and the large doors swing open to reveal a large tornado. The tornado has a really angry face and strong arms, He tells me that we are going to play hide and seek, and if he finds me, he gets to kill me. Immediately before I can think, he starts counting. Normally, he gets to about five before I start to run down the hall and try to hide. At first, I would always get caught running down the hall, but the more I had the dream, I would occasionally turn into a room on the right with floor to ceiling glass walls in primary color cubes, similar to what you would see at a child's gymnastics studio. I would frantically move these cubes around and try to hide behind and under them. But still, the tornado always got me. Uh, Harper, what a dream. The fact that this was a reoccurring dream? Uh, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I don't know what Toucan Sam represents other than he must have really been burned into your subconscious. I'm sorry that every time you go to eat Fruit Loops, you have to think about him in that dream. I also don't know why but when you mentioned the tornado with big strong arms and an angry face, I don't know why my first thought was Oh, he sounds attractive. That's probably something I need to work out and work on with my own subconscious. Fear not gentle listeners ghost honey's dream machine we'll be right back after the break greetings gentle listeners i hope you've been doing well i am so excited to talk to you today about my very first book it's called gentle chaos poems tales and magic this book is a collection of poems images personal stories and vignettes that explore magic queerness lost history love and death and the enchantment and comfort to be found in the weird, the dark, and the different. There's also pictures of teeth. The holiday season is fast approaching and this book could make the perfect gift for the sensitive, death-obsessed weirdo in your life. And you can purchase it now wherever you buy books. Not only is there a book, but there is also a companion oracle card deck, a guided journal, and an audiobook recorded by yours truly, available wherever you listen to books. I hope you enjoy this book just as much as I do and happy holidays from me to you. Welcome back, gentle listeners. Our next dream comes from Dylan. A few days after my grandfather died, I had a dream. There was smoke in the air, a mist obscuring figures who wore hats and coats and carried luggage. In the dim light Everyone seemed monochromatic, gray, with a slight glow, as if under the moonlight. The smoke cleared to reveal a black steam train which people were boarding. I knew we were underground. A small girl ran up to me. You don't know me. I'm your great-grandmother. It's nice to get to say hello. I smiled at her as she was escorted away by a man whose face was hidden in the shadow under his hat which he tipped in my direction. I took the train and looked back at the empty platform, its black tiles shining. The train arrived at the beach and it was empty, both the beach and the train. So I walked on the beach alone until I saw a couch. A young man lay on it, playing guitar. It was my grandfather, looking young and happy. We're waiting for the woman across the water to come take us. He told me, I wondered who this woman was. He told me that I should wish my grandmother a happy birthday and to remind her of a bill. And I woke up. I visited my grandmother a few days later for her birthday and told her of the dream. When I mentioned a bill, she knew immediately what I meant and told me that every year my grandfather would take that bill to the post office and she had forgotten. Oh, Dylan, what a beautiful and special dream. Thanks for sharing it. How nice it must've been to see your grandfather like that. I think that that was a visit from him, telling you that he's okay. And I hope that he got to wherever he was heading safely. Our final dream comes from Alexandra. I had a dream about meeting the moon. He looks like an older gentleman and we're talking extensively about nature and philosophy and whatnot. After hours of talking, he tells me that he is the moon, like the Earth's satellite, and that his current form is just his anthropomorphic personification of the moon. I get curious and ask him to prove it, and he shows me a pattern on the top of his head. He's bald, and the pattern looks exactly the same as the one we see on the moon. So we continue talking, but now I'm asking him about space, the universe, the big bang, all sorts of things. And he gives me the most beautifully elaborate answers about it. He starts telling me things he enjoys doing on earth and tells me that there is a mosque in a city in Serbia that he enjoys visiting and that I should go there when I get the chance because it's beautiful. And that's the end of the dream, but get this, I've visited that city many times before, but I didn't know that there was a mosque there because Serbians are mostly Orthodox Christians, so mosques are a rarity here. So I go to the aforementioned city to get a tattoo one day and ask my girlfriend, is there a mosque there? And she says, yes, and shows it to me. And it's painted white and the surface of the walls are uneven. So in a way, it kind of resembles the surface of the moon. Wow, Alexandra, what a dream. If you remember what the moon said about the universe and the Big Bang and all of those things, feel free to share with the rest of the class. That also sounds so like the moon, to have a secret human form and not tell me about it. Oof, let's ask him. Hi, moon. What did you think of these dreams? You don't have a secret human form that you use to walk around us, do you? Alas, I wish that I did. But being the moon is a full-time job. Aw, that's too bad. If you could be human for a day, what one thing would you like to do the most? I would try Boba tea. Oh, wow. That was... A fast answer. I see you and so many people enjoy it. It looks so satisfying to chew on those little pearls. Like little meteors swimming in the great sweet milk that is the universe. Mmm. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Milk tea is so good. Mother! Mother! Maurice is so bad at catching things, you wouldn't believe it. Come down and catch fireflies with me. Oh, oh my god. What am I going to do with those two? Never ever underestimate the importance of having fun. Randy Posh. <sighs> You're right. Good night, Moon. And good night, gentle listeners. I hope you have fun tomorrow, even if it's just a little bit. But for now, sweet dreams. Wait right there, you two. I'll grab some mason jars for the fireflies. Yay. Mother, bring me a mason jar too, but I want an old fashioned in mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could use an old fashioned too. I'll be right there, you scallywags. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Fuse and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all of my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Gesa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the Dream Submission form linked in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.